0: Why don't fish ever skip school? They might get
1: caught.
2: (laughs) Actually, I'm gonna. I like that.
1: Why did the farmer's startup fail? They ran out of seed money. if you just read the bio for dr steve host of weird medicine on sirius xm 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows opie and anthony and ron and fez you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of a you know a, a clown
3: your show was better when you had medical questions
1: I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valves, exacerbating my inevitable wounds. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave. An ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill all my ailments. The health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go inside. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! It's Weird
0: Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who's not doing a very good job keeping the weirdo. All- whoa! Whoa! Weirdo alternative medicine assholes at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you got a question you're embarrassed to take to your medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347 766 4323. That's 347. Ooh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at Dr. Scott WM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking to with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. All right. Boy, do we have a show for you today. (laughs) Good God. Just stay tuned. It's It's a doozy. Anyway, uh, don't forget Dr. stuff.drsteve.com stuff.drsteve.com for all of your shopping needs use it makes a huge difference in keeping uh, weird medicine on the air you might not want to anymore but that's okay (laughs) it's going to get better I promise Uh, check out our our wine club at wine.drsteve.com w-i-n-e.drsteve.com it's naked wines you give them a little bit of money Uh, To as seed money to keep the vintners going and have a steady income, but then when you order your wine, you get all that money back plus you get gigantic discounts. I even at the best of time I get it for fifty percent off. And then when I have my angel fund money in there, I bought two hundred and fifty bucks worth of wine for like forty bucks recently.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool.
0: So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, if you want to lose weight with me, do it. Do it. Noom.drsteve.com. N-O-O-M.drsteve.com. 20% off, two weeks free. Uh, Don't do it if you don't want to. It's a three-month program, not a thing for your life, and it's not a diet. It's a psychology program. Noom.drsteve.com. Don't forget Dr. Scott's website. at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. So listen, I said last time, this I started doing this show because it was fun and we got to talk about dicks and nuts and we got to hang out with Opie and Anthony and we met all these cool people. I mean, Robert Bobby Kelly is Uncle Robert to my kids because of this show. So um I'm we're not gonna quit doing it or anything, but we gotta get it back to being fun again. <laughs> and so I'm just telling everybody who's listening who's sick sick of this topic that this is the last show that we're going to discuss the Stacey DeLoach thing. It's Now it's been four shows, and people are still calling in. And, and I don't blame you. I get it. Uh, they, on both sides, I got to tell you, Dr. Scott, it's been kind of evenly, you know, uh, un, not unlike our country, evenly divided between people who are like, yeah, you know, uh, I understand why T- Stacey did that, and other people saying, if you keep having him on, we're never going to listen again. <laughs> so... Um, so anyway, uh, I do have some things, uh, about that, and there's are s- several Stacey blowback calls. We'll talk about that. For those that don't know, Stacey Deloach is a guy, maybe I shouldn't say his last name, but hell, he, said it, so. it. <laughs> well, he said <laughs> he it. And he, it I have offered to erase the whole thing, and he said no. So anyway, he's a guy that's been on the show a bunch. He was friends with Vic Henley, and, uh, he, um, you know paid somebody to give him a what he says is right it's not a fake covid card it's just not a truthful covid card it's a true vaccine card but he paid somebody to to give it to him so um anyway so there's a lot of controversy about that and i you know i don't mind some controversy i mean i'll stick my head out cancer's bad mm-hmm. you know get it, Dr. Scott. I, I really stuck my neck out yeah, there. But those... anyway, um, so, but I'm not cool with this. Nobody is really cool with it. Everybody's tired of effing hearing about it. But um, I, I just, I do want to say this one thing. Listen, everyone who listens to this show, if you listen enough, you know that I am not a namby-pamby pro-vaccine person in the sense that there are vaccines that I think are you know, I don't see the evidence for, and I don't hi- highly recommend them. Don't do anything because I said it though. Mm-hmm. Talk to your provider, but not a big fan of this varicella vaccine for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I will. And I also not some kind of, um, you know, Ooh, you know, Ivermectin hits only way. And you know, one of those people either. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble on Twitter because somebody you know, was like, is there even science behind this ivermectin thing? I just answered them straight. Yeah, there is science behind it. Here's what it is. Right. You know, here is the here are the moieties that are inhibited by the by ivermectin, and that's why people are studying it. There's 72 studies on clinicaltrials.gov. And then somebody got on there yelling at me because I was too pro ivermectin. It's like that's I was just answering a qu- fucking question. Right. Yeah. Not picking a side, just giving some science. Well, I can pa- true- I'm yeah. picking a side of yeah. science. I'm well, interested I'm in saying. science. Yes, there yeah. is science behind it. Yeah. We are studying it. Do we have a double blind, placebo controlled, multi center randomized trial that shows statistically significant difference that's going to make a difference in this pandemic? No, we don't oh. have that yet, but we will. Yeah. And when we do, if it's effective, maybe it's only effective in certain people yeah. or certain stages, th- then that's what we'll use it for. Right. Or maybe it won't be effective at all. Right. We don't know. Yeah. And I go to these sites where they say, well, there's 86% of studies show you know a 50% improvement. And it's like you go down all those studies and some of them are just articles from newspapers. They're not clinical trials. We need, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this one more time, mm-hmm. randomized multicenter you know, so that they're large enough, right? In a diverse enough population, um, double blinded, placebo controlled studies that show a statistically significant advantage to giving ivermectin or any other thing. anything it can be anything, sure, vaccine yeah. anything. Yeah. That's what we gotta have. That's how we know things. Yeah. So when we have that, then we'll you know hell I'll write the hell out of it. Sure. Sure. But anyway. But it can't be one person that got some ivermectin from his buddy. No. That's getting better. And even yeah. a doctor who says, well, I gave it to 100 of my patients and all of them got better. I can give nothing to 100 of my patients. And they might get better. And too. they will get better most, you know, almost every cohort I have because the ones that don't get better is, you know, is around 1 in 100. Sure. Yep. So you could flip a 100-sided a, a coin, you know, um, a you, can, you can flip up. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. could flip up. Well, anyway. Yeah. We know. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. I do, yeah. Got, I think it's a vain ass. Anyway. Yep. So, uh, anyway, I will tell you guys this. And this is not science in the sense that I don't have the kind of date. This is my experience. Okay. So, in that sense, it's anecdotal. But we have 282 people in the hospital right now. And we've got, and the average age has dropped. From the beginning of the pandemic, the average age was 75. Yes. All those people have gotten vaccinated. Yes. So what we're seeing now is the average age is right around 56. Mm -hmm. And you can go, and I had a nurse tell me the other day, we were in the ICU, and she goes, ventilator, 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 ventilator. Unvaccinated, 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 unvaccinated. Yep. So Simple math. Well yeah. I mean the vast, think, vast majority of people who are getting in trouble with this, although the vast, vast majority of people won't get in trouble with it. Correct. But yep. the ones that do, the one the unlucky lottery, the minority of people who get really sick with this are almost overwhelmingly well no, they they are overwhelmingly unvaccinated. Now right. do we have a few? that are, well, I heard a guy had, you know, two shots of the vaccine, he still got sick and died. Yes, we will have those. Yep. Yep. But but those are so rare that we, that's why we hear about them. But even, but even, even at that, the
2: vast majority of people that have the breakthrough cases do extremely well. They don't have all the Mm -hmm. side effects of
0: the, of the COVID like the loss. Yeah, give a shit about cases. Don't tell me about cases. Tell me about hospitalizations and the rate. Mm -hmm. So. What happens is if you have a very low hospitalization rate, let's say one percent of people who get you know have a symptomatic case mm-hmm. so if you have a hundred cases, you'll get one person in the hospital right but if you have ten thousand now you'll have a hundred, and if you have what a hundred thousand you'll have a thousand you know so um it's we're dealing with the magic of large numbers right now because this v- version of the virus is so transmissible. Mm-hmm. It 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 grabs on a little easier and it makes more copies of itself. Mm-hmm. So, it can kiss my ass cuz I thought this was over mm-hmm. and now it ain't over. No. And we're mm-hmm. getting our asses kicked in the hospital. So, if anybody I can't even take you into the hospital to show you around now. Mm-mm. But if you think that this is not real, I, you know, anyway. Yep. Anyway, so I'm not telling y'all to do anything. Do what you got to do. You sure? I'm just um, I'm frustrated that this stupid virus has hijacked this show that we used to do. You know, rectal exam, prostate exams on celebrities, and do vodka tampons, and just talk about dicks and nuts. And I'm looking back at all of our good stuff, at our phone calls. So today uh virus misinformation vaccine versus covid vac antibodies vaccine question oh testosterone and apnea good stacy blowback <laughs> stacy blowback 2 uh, most successful vaccine hot tubs and immunity you know nobody ever asked about <laughs> immunity back in the beginning. So now I go back. They do not know whether, had weather, give whether a, a shit. pecker wasn't working. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Wow. <Well, laughs>
0: hey, was my pee, pee Let's work? go to 2012. Here we go. White bumps on base of penis. What diet should I do? Uh, when I come, I don't shoot. Uh, what to do with narcotics once you're dead? What the hell is that? Vitiligo. You know, it was more fun. Swamp ass. <laughs> Super pubic fat pad. I remember every one of these, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, sw- I do. We did say, the same do. one over and oh. over again. Well. Souse meat follow-up. We did a whole thing on on crazy foods in the um, grocery store, including souse meat, one of my favorite of the shit meats. <laughs> <coughs> souse meat is uh, pig parts uh, in gelatin with some seasoning like red peppers and stuff. And what they do, and if you look at the ingredients, it'll say pig snouts, pig lips, pig tails. Oh, my gosh. And I remember one time I picked up a pack of South's meat, and it's clear, kind of. It's it's gelatin.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and uh, there was a circular piece with two circular other, you know, holes in the middle of it, and it was a perfect cross-section of a pig nose. <laughs> pig snap. They just sliced gross. this poor pig snap oh and then just God. threw it in the just south threw it in there. <laughs> oh, gross. oh, gross. So anyway, you used to do all that stuff. It was fun. So Damn. we will get back to the fun. <clears throat> but this will be the last time we're going to talk about Stacy and his, and his uh, prevarication. He's the uh, vaccine prevaricator. But anyway... So, all right, you ready to take some questions? Let's do it. Twelve Dr. Steve. minutes in, so we've it. got a lot of them to do. Good. All right, here we go. Oh, for
1: fuck's Long time C- listener and very disappointed
3: in your views on the vaccine and how effective they are. Oh, really? You're not talking about the VAERS data and that type of stuff. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. And- okay. I'm in the mood to have a conversation with somebody. VAERS data. Get, don't worry. Listen, VAERS data is the vaccine. It's, you know, an adverse event. That anybody can post to that. You could post 100 things to that right now. So f- feel free. Go try it and see. Um, what we're looking at or looking for is true risk versus benefit data and the risk to n- not getting the vaccine. Well, OK, the uh the risk of the vaccine is far overwhelmed by orders of magnitude uh, to the benefit. You know, the, in other words, the benefit is much greater than the risk. <clears throat> and that has been study after study. If you don't, if VAERS data, all that is, is it just alerts the uh, government in case there's some trends. Like um, the um, people that had the s- sagittal sinus thrombosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- there were, f- f- what we worked it out, it was about one in a million. There were four million doses given, and there were four cases, if I remember correctly. I think it's close. Yeah. I'd have to look it up again. I don't want to be wrong, but so I'm just, it was something it like was that. Very close, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and it worked out to about four a year, mm-hmm. if I remember that's what it was mm-hmm. and which is the normal that was the normal the normal occurrence uh, of it uh, anyway thank you the prevalence uh, the incidence the incidence of it in the uh, in the general population it worked out to about the same yes, sir. yes so uh but they that they may have been alerted to that by vars, and that's the utility of vares otherwise there's really no utility to it whatsoever it's just it's like the canary in the coal mine. If you see something, then that alerts the investigators mm-hmm. to look further and see if they see anything there. But you got to do it with real data, not just self-reported stuff. Go, I, sir. Go to VERS right now and see if you can upload a an adverse uh, reaction uh, or something. Thing right now yourself. Yep. Just do it. Yeah, and see what I, you can do. It. All right. So uh, I'm not impressed by that. But anyway, go, go on with the next. And listen, what have I told you? I'm just telling you what the data shows. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether you get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But I am uh, i am just telling you, the people, if, yeah, if you don't get the vaccine, most of you will do just fine. Yes. You, we've said, I've said that from the beginning. Yep. Most people won't get this, and the ones that do, most of them won't die. But if you want to reduce your risk, and we talk about that all the time on this show, you can't prevent yourself from dying. Mm -mm. But by quitting smoking, you do reduce the risk of dying sooner. Prematurely, sure. And so it's all about risk mitigation. So if you don't want to mitigate your risk, that's that's up to you. And those out there that are scared of the virus and the vaccine just stay home sure. let the rest of us do our thing though yep, yep. and know. and if you if you need to go out, at least wear a mask and not not well, bitch about it at least I because if you're unvaccinated you may be infected sure that that's the only to still to me just we got to remember that masks don't prevent you from getting sick they they reduce transmission by a small percentage yeah. not on but it's yeah but it's enough.
2: Yeah, at least help. I
0: just checked the R sub T, you know, I'm, I don't want to go through R sub T uh, again and again and again, but there's, uh you can go to our website that says uh, COVID data sites and uh, go to drsteve.com, go to that. And the top one is the new version of uh, RT.live. Mm-hmm. And what they have is uh, R sub T, which is the number of people, that one person infects in the normal population. Even with this Delta virus, it's like 1.1 to, you know, 1 to 1.1, 1.2 in most of the country. Okay. Which is in that area Mm -hmm. where it's so low that masking actually can have an effect. So, you can can mask. I'm, I'm not saying mask mandates. What I'm saying is that if you, listen to me, I'm just, listen how fucking mad I am. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. Um, Breathe grasshopper. And I'm not mad at anybody. No. I'm mad at the virus. So yep. y'all don't get the wrong idea that I'm yep. yelling at you. I'm not. But if you uh, have a, an R sub T of 1 to 1.1, then wearing masks, even if it fails 90% of the time mm-hmm. to reduce transmission, if people did it, it would reduce transmission enough, that 10% to drive you below one. Sure. And then your cases will start to... Decline, mm-hmm. which is what we want right now. That's all, all we're asking okay. for. Is, anyway, all right. So, yeah. and and then It's useful. Doesn't tell me anything.
1: I absolutely will not get the vaccine as long as I can avoid it.
0: Okay, then don't, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's that's your choice right now. Now, if your employer mandates it, now you're going to have to. You're going to have to. Are decision. you going to stand up mm-hmm. and say, uh, I don't um, want to do this? And here's my reasons why, because I'm concerned. Let me give you a I will even give you the argument to use. I'm concerned about antibody dependent enhancement. Mm -hmm. Go back. I keep saying, hey, we've talked about this a thousand times because we have. That's the one concern that I actually have some uh, interest in. We haven't seen any. We vaccinated. How many people have been vaccinated now? Let's ask Echo. Echo. How many people in the world have had the COVID vaccine?
1: This might answer your question. Tennessee is in the final yeah. phase of the COVID-19 vaccine <laughs> Echo rollout. Echo,
0: stop. Can you just look it up? <laughs> I will. Anyway, um, she's dumb.
2: <laughs> but you're uh, talking about, what you're talking about is you, if your employer... Yeah yeah yeah
0: well yeah anyway we've seen we've we've vaccinated about 2 billion people there've been 2 billion doses and we have not seen antibody dependent enhancement yet and that's where when you are re exposed to a similar pathogen that the antibodies actually increase your risk of having a bad outcome and they saw that in coronavirus vaccines in cats but they um were actually creating the anti- or a, You know, a different part of the coronavirus body. They weren't just doing the spike protein, and that may have had some input in this or impact on this. So, but that would be the reason. But are you going to stand up and say, I'm not doing it? Or are you just going to go ahead and get it now that it's FDA approved and your employer is demanding it of you? That's a choice you got to make for yourself. I'm not telling you to get a vaccine. I'm telling you what I see out there is that all the people that I'm, I'm taking care of right now, with ex- very few exceptions, are the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm Me, too. Um, I'm the same. <laughs> I got the <laughs> same vocal crutch, dude. Don't worry about it.
1: I'd like to hear your opinions about, you know, the over 12,000 people have died when...
0: Yeah OK, 12. If, I don't even know that that's true. Let's just say that is true. Mm-hmm. OK, so how many have we uh, prevented from dying? See, it's hard to prove a sure. negative. Yep. But uh, what I can tell you is, is that in, you know, after we got uh, the first push of vaccine vaccinations, the people who in this area. OK, so Tennessee's got very low. Vaccination rate. Vaccination sure. rate. It's like 30-something to 40 percent, 30 to 40 percent. But in the vulnerable population, I'll say it's crazy high. When we yeah, first going say it's very misleading. but When this yeah. thing first started, we were seeing 60-, 70-, and 80-year-olds on the vent and just dying right and left. Yes. Yep. And it was horrendous. And after the first push of the vaccine, after about a, you know, Four to six weeks all of a sudden uh-uh now the average age of the people that are being admitted are in their fifties and they're almost all unvaccinated, so dude, that's all I can tell you mm-hmm. you know um the uh let me see let's let's look at i'll I'll look this up deaths from covid vaccine, and let's just see here because i I'm sure there have been some of course. Uh, We know that those people with the sagittal sinus thrombosis died, whether that was related to the vaccine, though, is in question, because the prevalence, sorry, the incidence of that was very similar to the regular population.
2: Mm. And may I I show you real quick what I, I, it was was 5 billion doses have been given, almost almost 2 billion completely, completely vaccinated, 2 billion. That's a big number. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'm this is okay, A- anaphylaxis is rare, 2 to 5 million people uh per million vaccinated in the United States, so, severe allergic reactions 2 to 5 people per million. Okay, the thrombosis and thrombocytopenia uh syndrome after Johnson and Johnson's vaccine was rare. 14 million doses were given and they had 44 confirmed reports. And uh, that was uh, women younger than 50. And two confirmed cases were followed. So they've only had two confirmed cases following mRNA vaccine. And that was Moderna. And that was reported to VAERS. And that was after 346 million doses. Mm-hmm. So uh, they believe that those were sporadic and not related to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So I am I don't know where this 12,000 people died. I know there have been a lot of people have gotten Really sick, there was myocarditis and pericarditis as of August 18th, uh, the VARES received 1,300 reports of myocarditis or pericarditis. that's inflammation of the heart among people ages 30 and younger who relieved the COVID 19 vaccine. Um, but of the you know my understanding is the vast majority of those people recovered. Okay, here we go. Reports of death after COVID-19 vaccination are rare. More than 363 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines were administered in the United States from December 14th through August 23rd. During this time, and this is VAERS data, this isn't any of this confirmed, received 6,000 reports of death, and that ends up being 0.0019% among people who received a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, that's they have to report any death after COVID-19 vaccine. Hmm. So if they had a heart attack or had a car wreck, that gets that gets reported. Hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, just reports of adverse events to the VARES, including deaths, doesn't mean that the vaccine caused the health problem. So they're looking at this stuff and. um They said recent reports indicate a plausible causal relationship between the J&J Janssen vaccine and that TTS, even though that is exceedingly rare. Mm -hmm. Uh, But and it did cause some people to die. But I don't see where this 12,000 number is, is coming from, unless it's over the whole world. And that's possible because, hell, you give five billion or something, 12,000 bad things are surely going to Yes, one would but think. I and
2: mean, when you hate it for those 12,000. Oh, people. God, of but, course. But I mean, yeah. if, you, if you gave that guy five billion, um, the odds of five billion um, to 12, you yep. know, right, it, right, right, I'm pretty
0: sure he'd take it. To, of course, to, he might not. He might say that. You mean if I gave him those odds and and said those, these are the odds that you will lose yeah. if you go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah he, he All of us would bet every single penny we had.
2: Most of us. There may be people like well, this, this gentleman that say it's a hoax. <laughs> well, they're risk. They're
0: just very risk adverse. Yeah, which is okay, and that's okay. fine. Yep. But this is to me kind of, and people can argue with me about it. Kind of like saying, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt because if I get in a wreck, I don't want to be trapped in my car. Right. Knowing that if you're in a wreck and you get thrown from the car, you got a 50% chance of dying. Whereas they've estimated your risk of dying from being trapped in your car after, if, you're, if you wear your seatbelts, about one in a million accidents. Not one in a million people, but one in a million you know severe accidents. So anyway, so there you go dude. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry you're disappointed. I think my my approach to this vaccine thing is pretty balanced, it's science-based. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of um bad information out there uh, on both sides. Yes. And and there shouldn't be any sides. Uh-uh. That's the thing. There should just be one side and that's human human beings Helping human beings and that we're all on the same side, but apparently there's effing sides in this. But I, I hear misinformation from the you know from both sides of the the crazy you know lockdown people and then the crazy you know when I don't even want to say they're crazy. Mm. The lockdown people are crazy, <laughs> but when you're talking about putting small businesses out of business yet again, mm. I'm not cool with that. No we can there we can mitigate this and we without we work together to figure out a yes, better way. Yes, thank yeah. you Dr. Yeah. Scott. Good god. A bill? Whoops, <laughs> oh wait, what? Give yourself a bill? Yeah. Instead of working against each other yeah, and rooting against things like ivermectin mm-hmm. rooting against Still, it let's
2: hope it works let's yes. hope it helps i mean that would be for wonderful for god's sake i hope <laughs> i mean it'd be wonderful i mean i'd
0: love yeah. it if acupuncture cured yeah. this thing oh we, too, god, god it'd be the best thing for you but i could retire for weird medicine god, rich you sure man. Could. <laughs> 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 but uh you know i'm rooting for anything Any to work thing, because i'm nothing. effing sick of this yep. my wife is sick of it She's miserable. She's out on the road. They're not calling her out of, out of the road yet, even though a lot of the offices are closed. And, you know, it's just it's oof, not a fun time. All right. Very good. Excellent call, though. I'm happy to address those things. Let me see if you had anything
1: else. During the H1N1 system, they pulled the virus when 50 people died.
0: Now, what now? Uh, I don't know what he's saying there, but the H1N1, it had a death rate of around 0.1%. This one we thought was 3, which was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Just just imagine if we had an Ebola that oh, you could geez. transmit easily among oh, people, God. and you've got 90% mortality. That's dang, I am legend mm-hmm. type stuff or the stand right there. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, it just doesn't work that way. You know, knock on wood, but... Um, the H1N1, I, I, dude, I agree with you. Nobody did anything. Mm-hmm. And we had two people. One that was a, f- a friend of the show who died. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of people in the hospital then that died from H1N1. It was a true pandemic. Nothing was done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our buddy uh, Richard David Smith, the uh, the uh, CEO of HyperPhysics. Check out Hyper, F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S on the uh, interwebs they make a uh, energy drink for nerds but he almost died Mm. i mean well he was on the vent Uh, Mm. to me that's almost dying yes of a virus so anyway all right Whew. Did you look up vaccine versus COVID uh, natural antibodies by any chance? No, no, Chip. Okay. Will you do that? Because that's sure. the next question sure. after this one. Uh, let's see.
3: Hi, Dr. Steve. Um, this is Samantha from Pennsylvania. I was just wondering, um, I was prior service, and I went over to Qatar, um, was vaccinated for everything, and, including SARS. Okay. So I was wondering... If that would cover
0: oh MERS,
3: not getting the vaccine, like if that would be a good enough excuse for not getting it, or if there's something I'm just not aware of. Yeah, gosh, for your time.
0: That's an excellent question, and you're going to need to ask, um, you know, your infectious disease specialist because if you were, vax, I didn't realize they had a vaccine for the original SARS. Let me just see SARS vaccine. I I see I'm I'm out of the loop on that one there. You aware of that? Mm-hmm. No. I didn't think they ever got that far. Neither. So I'm wondering okay, um could a vaccine against SARS prevent COVID-19? Let me see. Um I hmm. you got me on that one. I I don't know the answer. I'm not aware that there is a SARS vaccine now. They may have given you SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, which is COVID-19, because this is a SARS virus, severe acute respiratory syndrome virus. And um, so I wonder if that's what they gave you. But uh, the the virologists that are listening, I'm sure there's tons of those are all yelling at the radio right now. Um, But I'm I'm just doing a quick search on that. I don't see anything about um, SARS vaccine. Now, here's an interesting thing. What they found was that the COVID-19 vaccine actually unlocked enhanced immunity in former SARS patients in Asia. That's pretty cool. Now, you don't want antibody-dependent enhancement. That you don't want. But apparently, it uh, they had an enhanced immune response because they'd already seen a virus that was close to this one. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Okie dokie. Sorry, uh, I don't have a better answer for you than that. But um, just look at your card and see if you want to send it to me, go to drsteve.com and click contact and send your vaccine card to me. And I'll look at it and see if I can dope something out. All right. Here, let's do some Stacy blowback. Let's get this out of the way.
1: Hi, Dr. Steve. This is Mike from Ohio. Hey, Mike. I just want to say when I hear people speak about their wealth, how tough they are, or rationalize an unacceptable decision, my bullshit meter goes (laughs) off.
0: Well, unacceptable to you. Obviously, it's acceptable to them, but anyway.
1: (laughs) Stacey the Roach. Is full of shit. <laughs> it appears he's chosen to model himself after Trump, the liar.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, now, ah! I, now I see where this guy's coming. Why go. do we have to bring the former president into this? This isn't a political thing. I mean, maybe it is. You don't know. Stacy could be, um, you know, he could be one of them, one of them lefties. You just don't know. Anyway. Well, I don't you don't know. We never brought it up. But anyway. I like how he said he's full of shit though. Because he is right. He's saying what I couldn't say. (laughs) Here, let's see. Hey Doctor Steve. Hey man. Your buddy Pat Hey Pat Jim from Massachusetts.
1: Oh Jim. Pat Jim. I'm not gonna yell this time. Okay, thank you. I listened to your show. Good. The most recent one with your buddy Stace. (laughs) Um Wow all i can
0: say well that's what we were saying and people were like well what you know and why'd you keep him in the studio it's like well number one he's our friend and number two we like watching a train wreck live yes and the thing is is that you can't shine a light on something and chase it away at the same time yeah and i'm not here to make enemies uh and uh i'm not a big fan of like i said of uh, you know big controversy on this show because it distracts from what we're actually trying to do, which is have fun and talk about medical stuff. It just so happened we've got this global pandemic and Jim and Sam don't know how to talk about it. I mean, I love those guys. Well, they know how to talk about how it affects them. But as far as the the science and stuff, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Dr. Teft isn't an actual doctor. Do they call him that? I, I think so. Anyway. Um, By the way, I heard uh, Dr. Steve Bell on Jim and Sam the other day. Oh, I am obsessed with Doug Bell. Scott doesn't know who I'm talking about because he doesn't listen to any of this stuff. But um, Doug Bell is one of Jim's characters, and he tells these endless, stultifyingly boring stories about Hollywood and stuff. And it's all, you know— Yeah, I was hanging out with uh, Jen Lopez. You know, it's all these diminutive versions of people's names. And I said, I wondered if he ever hung out with Jack Gacy. But anyway, some people will get that. Um, (laughs) But they – anyway, uh, he did Dr. Steve Bell the other day. Just because he knows I'm obsessed with it, he sent me a Doug Bell – two Doug Bell T-shirts and a Doug Bell um, mug – and I will be wearing the Doug Bell t-shirt to the WATP live event, which if you're listening to this on Saturday night, uh, I, it's happening right now in Lombard, Illinois. And I'm hoping not to get catch a breakthrough case of Delta variant COVID and not to be murdered. So if neither one of those things happen, I will consider it a success. This will be the first weekend I've spent away from home without my family since way before COVID. So, so anyway, uh, no clue where I am. Oh yeah. But anyway, why am, why was I bringing up Doug Bell? See what he's in my head. Anyway. Right. Um, but let me just run
1: down my notes as I was listening to his defense of okay. why he did what he did as far as
0: okay. Qualifying. this call is three minutes long. So I'll, I'll cut it short at about a minute.
1: His vaccination, uh, so in the course of your short interview with him, we hear, number one, the reason he did it was, well, I, I have this job and I was going to get paid $50,000 yeah, before I, I, had a sure I was vaccinated. So yeah, that's why I did it. Okay. And surprisingly, you say, I get that.
0: No, I do get it. I, I, I Listen, I, that doesn't mean I condone it. I get why people are motivated to do certain things. I get it that people don't want to pay their taxes. Hmm. I'm not saying I agree with them cheating on their taxes. I'm just saying I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, and when when you cheat on your taxes, I pay more. So right. that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. But that that's... But, but, so when I say I get that, I can empathize with someone, someone's motivations. It doesn't mean I agree with what they did to accomplish their goals okay and if i didn't make that clear enough that's on me because no i don't condone this at all and other people got on me well you know you you cut him slack on he didn't corrupt that woman she was already corrupted i'm just glad that he didn't he a friend of mine didn't corrupt a 22 year old nurse she was already totally corrupt and, uh, you know, it doesn't excuse anything. I'm just glad he wasn't the one that did it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. That's just you don't want somebody you know being that <laughs> that craven. Yes. You know, that's all. Yeah. Listen back to the tape. You said that. I yeah. get that you did this. So you yeah, I got, yes, I got it. I said that, and I got it, and I I hope I explained what I meant. To get $50,000. But we, I digress. Then we go to the next thing. Oh, now, You can't digress when you're going point by point. So anyway, it's okay, dude. It's
1: because the Hollywood types are telling me to get it.
0: Yeah. no, I don't get that either. That, that was that ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculous. So, okay, we agree on that.
1: Vaccinated. Hmm. I'm not sure who he's talking about. I don't watch commercial TV, so maybe there are some <laughs> commercials out there with Hollywood people telling us to get vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know who he's talking Somebody, about. But you know who him. else is telling us to get vaccinated? Just about every medical professional in this yes, country. Yes, thank you. Also, just about Give every... Give
0: yourself a bill!
1: Politician, both Republican and Democrat. And, you know what? Every country on this earth's government, whether it's communist, totalitarian, Totalitarian. What have you? I know what you meant. Everybody in the world is saying get vaccinated.
0: Well, except not everybody, but I know what you mean. There's an overwhelming number of people are saying that. I understand... I. I get it. I get what you're saying. How's that? See, it works. It works both Then ways. it
1: turns into, well, it's not FDA approved. That's why I don't want to get vaccinated. Okay, and I think one of you, or maybe you said it. So if it gets FDA approved, you would get vaccinated. Right. Uh, that was, was me. backed off on that too.
0: Yes. Hmm. Right. That's like my kids saying, uh, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want a salad from. Chick-fil-A, this terrible example, because it's too uh, there's too much of a line there. So I get there, and there's no line, and so I get them a salad, and they go, oh, I didn't want a salad, and it's like, well, wait a minute. So you just didn't want one, but you used that there was a line there to make yourself sound like you had a valid, you know, you were going out of your way to be nice to me. Whereas what it really was was you just didn't want to say you didn't want a salad. Ter- again, a terrible example, but you kind of – I mean, is that a valid analogy? Close. Yeah. Thank it's you. Close yeah. enough. Close enough. Okay. I like analogies, but I'm having a hard time coming up with them today because I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the whole story about the woman that he gave the $100 to, you know,
0: we're just assuming – that's all true. Well, that's all you can do when everybody anybody tells you a story. Mm-hmm. Hell, he may have gotten the damn vaccine. He's got a card says he did. This it could all be bullshit. Yeah, just to no one wind can. us up. We yeah. don't know. Yep. Yeah. So you're right. It could all be bullshit. Everything could be bullshit. The whole world is absurd. This universe is absurd. The fact that we're here to be the eyes and ears and to be the the entities that regard that allow the universe to regard itself is absurd. So, okay.
1: that He knew that this person was doing this as a regular side business.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's like you go to a prostitute and you know that Nellie June down there in the holler will give you a Yankee Cranky for, you know, then, yeah, then that's who you go to. You don't go to the to the old witter woman next door and just you know, you know, who offers this for free. Well okay. she may not be giving you the real time. Well maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, again a terrible analogy. Terrible I'm just great. full of terrible now analogies I'm making today. I'm making it worse.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if it's true. But yeah. you take him at his word. Of course when he can't even keep his story straight in the twenty minutes you interviewed him about it. Uh,
0: again, not my job. My job was, in my opinion and, dude, I think you and I are more on the page, but, I, you know, it's, a, I gotta, it's an entertainment show, so we've got to have a little back and forth, and you don't have an opportunity to come back at me because it's my show. But um, I uh, am trying to, again, my interest in this was not defending him or, nor condemning him, although I think I was, it was pretty obvious that I didn't agree with what he did. And I didn't recommend anybody else do it either. But um, and I mean, I called him a vaccine prevaricator. I guess that just wasn't harsh enough for some people. But it's I was trying to shed light on the fact that this is happening. Mm, It's really and it's really easy to do. And there's no checks and balances for some of this. And there's. Vaccine card. People have been pulled over, and they've got stacks of fake vaccine cards in their car. What do you think they're doing with those? So, I kind of want to say that the vaccine card thing—if—if if we're hinging our hopes on that, that we can go to a concert because everybody shows their vaccine card—no, mm-hmm. you got s- s- thousands and thousands of Stacey Deloaches out there. Yep. Yep. And in that regard, what he did was provide a very valuable service. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's kind of an awakening. By coming so, clean about yeah, it. Yeah, awakening. i, I yeah.
0: got to give him props for not shying away from this. There, there's no part of him that multiple times I asked him, do you want me to erase that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's like, no.
2: Yeah.
0: But no, yep. I want it out there. Yep. Okay? Fair enough. So,
2: yeah. All right. Hang
1: on. And then he kept saying the back card. Well, I've got a vax card. Right. You just kept saying it. You never once challenged him. Yes, I did. Oh,
0: that's not true. That is not true. That is not true, no. I, He said, it's it's a real vaccine card. And I said, but you didn't have a real vaccine. It's a lie. Yeah. I know I said that. No, I, I'm defending Dr.
2: Steve here. You, you, you number, a number of times you said, hey, man, that is not a real thing.
0: No, it's a real card. I no, get it. Yeah. It's not a. But it's not a real card. It's not because a you got vaccinated. counterfeit card. It's no. not a true card. I mean, it's what it says on it is not true. Yeah, he has a vax card. It's a fraud. Yes, I said that.
1: Jolin, mm-hmm. vax card. It's not legit. It's a piece of paper that says he got vaccinated, right. which isn't worth anything.
0: Right, except it's signed by a real medical professional. So if he wanted to go to a concert, he can get in with that. Right. Kind of reminds me of having a fake ID in the old good old days. Yeah, except this is worse because you couldn't really go to the DMV. No. No. And go. Just, Here's a hundred bucks. Give no, me a. No, give no. me a. An ID that says I'm 21. Because that's really more like what he did. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a stupid kid and giving 20
2: bucks to somebody for a fake ID so you could yeah. buy liquor. He didn't get vaccinated. He admits. That. Right. Yes.
1: So stop. Telling everyone as he did throughout the interview, well I've got a vax card.
0: Okay. Well you're upset with him, not with me. Okay. Mm.
1: It's legit. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. Casey had it right. He is an asshole for what he did <laughs> and for his continued defense of what he's doing. Yeah. Like you said last week, if his and anyone else's attitude is I don't want to get vaccinated
0: Whoops, and then it cuts off. Oh, I, I didn't do that. I wanted to hear that he was getting ready to, you know, give me props for something I actually said, yeah, yeah. and then and then it cuts off. But yeah, just if you don't want to do it, don't do it, but own it. Yeah, just own it. Yeah, okay. But I have other people saying, "Well, I can't own it because uh, of my job." Well, then now you've got a conundrum, don't mm-hmm. you? And and I think I told you earlier. I, I saw
2: today. I think Delta Airlines did exactly what I suggested last week. Was if you, they're allowing people not to get the vaccine, but They're making them do certain things. And one of the things is pay an extra $200 a month for their health insurance, which I think is fair. Yeah. You know? So who knows? Well, we we do that with smoking. It's exactly right. Yeah, we do it with smoking. We do it with life
0: insurance. If you're a smoker, you're paying a higher rate. So, all right. Anyway.
2: Thanks, Stacey. You you Son of a bitch. God.
0: We'd be, we'd be talking we about penis. dicks and nuts if it wasn't for this. Hope and stuff. All right. Okay. Cool but anyway, dude. Hey, whoever you are, thank you for calling in. I actually it was a really good call, and uh, it gave me an opportunity to just kind of uh, reinforce some things that uh, maybe I didn't on the fly. I'll give you that. Obviously, I didn't, or you wouldn't have uh, thought that I did. So, all right. Let's do this one. Hey,
3: Doctor Steve. Hey, man. Uh, a long time, listener, really long time. I've been following you for since before. Hey, thanks. Uh, since Opie and Anthony, like way back. Yeah. I think it was on NEW.
0: Yeah, it not anyway. on NEW. I didn't know that, um, then. but yeah, it long time I'm just, I'm just time catching ago. up.
3: I don't have social media. I'm kind of an old school dude. Um, I'm just catching up on the shows. I'm getting to the one post with Stacey Deloach. There. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, I, this... I just wanted to let you know. Um,
0: Honestly... I had this one tagged as props, play first. I didn't realize this was another one of these. But anyway, we'll Kind of play
3: contrary it. to what that woman was saying, uh, the one who left the voicemail is apparently not going to listen to you, even though you've been you know, the voice of reason and a place for her to get real truth. That's, that's the point. That's why we listen.
0: Hey, thanks, man. And by the way, I, we heard from her after, and she appreciated our response, and she's still a listener. She was just mad that day. I don't, I don't
3: blame her. Because we can get the nuance on your show, right? In a world where everything just demands no nuance and sound bites and quick clips and instant opinions without really knowing all the information, uh, that's the disgusting part of you know the world we live in right now.
0: Yeah, I told my kid the other day because we were talking about I mean, you know right and left wing and all this stuff and some of the trouble that the cancel culture and people getting in trouble. I said, you know, guys, I'm sorry I brought you into clown world, <laughs> but just try, be true to yourself. Be honest to the people around you and try to just, you know, actuate to the best you can. You have agency to have a good life. And you're just going to have to negotiate this. But the, you live in clown world, and I'm so sorry mm-hmm. I brought you into this. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, we like her. we're okay." <clears throat> but anyway, I just, I just had to say that because I was really. You can't really trust full of where you get your
3: information. Way. I'm hopping and puffing because I'm on my bike. Oh, I'm good. I'm riding at lunchtime, trying to ride at lunchtime every day. Wow. Because to me, that's the most important thing: to try and eat right, get off my ass, like you tell us every day. Every show.
0: Yeah, I need to do it myself. I gotta, I've gotta. i got to get more exercise. My back is doing better. Oh, good. I'm putting off my surgery. I was supposed to go to UPenn in October, and one of my ner- uh, nurse practitioners has to have some surgery where she's going to be out for eight weeks, so I'm going to put it off to after the first of the year. But
3: anyway. And uh, and that's probably one of the best things I can do. Agreed. From getting sick. Yes. Right, is keep my immune system healthy. Eat yes, better, sir. That kind of stuff.
0: Totally agree. Anyway,
3: I just wanted to let you know. Hey, thanks, man. I am a fan of the nuance. I think most of your listeners are. We want the nuance. Please keep the nuance present.
0: <laughs> that's why we have so few listeners, but that's cool. I I would like to preach to the converted on that one. And so if you're interested in nuance, this is definitely your place.
3: Uh, keep defending it. I mean, I'm hearing you defend it right now, <laughs> and I just really appreciate that.
0: Okay. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate you. That's... Uh, good way to cap off the Stacy DeLoach stuff. So, and anyway. that shall be the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's see here. Um, let's do this one.
3: This is Z from North Carolina. I have never heard of anyone having heart cancer. All the other organs clearly can have cancer. So my question is, can you get heart cancer?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's... A- I'll give you one of these.
3: Give yourself a
0: bill! That is a really good question. Um, Most, there are tumors that form in the heart, and most of them are not malignant. But there are some tumors that can be cancerous, and I've seen this maybe once. So the heart's a muscle. So muscles don't get uh, adenocarcinoma, Mm -hmm. which is cancer that is derived from rapidly dividing uh, gland cells. Mm -hmm. We don't get squamous cell carcinoma, which is cancer of rapidly um, rapidly dividing flat cells like of the skin or inside the lung. Because it's a muscle, it can't get those things because it doesn't have squamous cells to any appreciable amount. And it doesn't have any um glands to any appreciable amount. Mm. But what it does have is muscle tissue. And so you can get sarcomas of the heart. They're so rare, I've only seen one in my career and I've been doing this 35 years. You know, um the primary malignant cardiac tumors are pretty rare. They looked at twelve thousand autopsies recently, found seven people with a primary cardiac tumor, although that's higher than I would have thought. Mm. And even at Mayo Clinic, they'll see one person with a cardiac, primary cardiac malignancy, you know, one that arose from the heart. Now, most cancers that are found in the heart come from other places in the body. Cancers that begin near the heart, like lung cancer and breast cancer, can grow to involve the lining of the heart. That's a pericardial sac. And when they do that, sometimes those uh, cancer cells will secrete fluid into the pericardial sac. And when that happens, uh, you'll get um, a pericardial effusion. So it's like a bag around the heart. And if you put enough fluid in there, now the heart can't expand. If it can't expand, it can't pump. And they get a thing called pericardial tamponade. And that can be a medical emergency. So we'll go in and uh, stick a needle in there to draw the fluid off, but it'll come back. So a lot of times with those folks, if they've got an otherwise decent... Lifespan ahead of them, they'll go in, crack their chest open, and uh, take a, a a window out of that pericardium, mm-hmm. and then it just can the fluid can just flow out to the rest of the body, and it'll just absorb it. So anyway, yeah, great question. <clears throat> you can get uh, cancer of the heart, but you know though, Doctor Scott, there's only love in the dark. <laughs> Nothing I can say. Yes. Total Eclipse of the Heart. The Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> Every now and then I find no, out I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, yeah, the best version of that is in old school. No, oh, you remember that? And the guy gets dropping F-bombs. Oh, yeah. Was it old school or was it... It was old school, right? I think. I think it was old school. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I would play it right now, but... Um, Somebody called in, and I can't say no to this after this show the way it was. Hang on.
3: Well, hello, CB alien. This is (laughs) Boogie. Uh, I've been trying to contact you in Kingsport a couple times while I was chasing those white line fevers. Where? And uh, hey, Doctor Scott, how you doing? What's up? Hey, this is uh, Boogie, and uh, I I just had a question uh, (laughs) with my feet. Oh. Um, I've been. I'm a truck driver. Obviously, um, if you can
1: tell, nope. I, a lot of uh, references with.
0: Oh uh, boy, I can only tell because Opie and it used to say that the truck drivers have a lot of time on their hands. And they take a long time to get to yeah, the point. point. Yeah, but other than that, we don't profile, sir. So we would not have any reason to know that
3: you were a truck driver. Your truck driving stuff. Um, <laughs> also, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit.
0: Well, wow. Go. Wow. Yeah, I, w- I was waiting for. I'm going to punch out. <clears throat> All right. So, I don't know what his question was, but I'm I'm assuming he wanted to hear CB Alien
2: no I'm pretty sure that's not what it
0: was you don't think that's what it was (laughs) I think that's what we're going to listen we're going to close with CB Alien um don't forget to check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net thanks to everyone at SiriusXM whose steadfast support of this show uh has never gone unappreciated and uh we'll miss Fez Watley from now until the end of our days and uh To my niece, Holly, sorry you don't get the shout-outs this time, but tell Steve Tucci to give you a good rogering as a consolation prize. All right, until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. my load and my route was tied had to make Baton Rouge by Friday night all my life spent hauling freight next week Tucson's on the slate well I was thinking of my home back there in Caroline when tiny little voice came over channel one saying hey there all you truckers High ballin' and high tailin', won't one of you come on back to this one C.B. alien? Well, my daddy was a trucker just like y'all. He lost his life doing the big high ball somewhere out there twixt Tau Citi and Alpha Centauri. But I don't want to burden you with my lonesome story. I want to hear about you, eighteen wheeler. Where are you going? Where have you been? Tell me about all the faraway places you've seen. I want to hear about the trucker's life, its hopes and its failings. Won't one of y'all come on back to this one, CB alien? Well, I talked to him for a while about hauling a load, about Smokey and truck stop coffee and why Chevy's better than Ford. He talked to me about how he and his daddy used to get in that rig of theirs and fly across the width of the galaxy, and a tear came to my eye. I said, ten fur, little buddy. I done told you plenty. What I'd like to know now is, what's your twenty? Because you sound kind of sad and all alone. I'd like to have an eyeball with you if you'll have me in your modest home. Well... He gave me directions they weren't too hard to follow. Just take a ride off I-85 at Eflin Exit. Go straight through Shady Holler. Go through two-stop signs and look to your right, and I'll be waving at you from the split-level ranch with the yellow bug light. Well, the house needed painting, that was plain, and my eye fell across a broken window pane, but there he was, all six arms a-waving and two leaning on the railing and a smile splitting his green scaly face. My buddy, CB Alien. Well, we shook hands, at least half of us did, and he brought out beer and snacks. I ate peanuts he chewed on the lid. And he showed me some machinery so monstrous and big, emitting an eerie blue light. His daddy's CB rig. Well, he flipped on the power, and the rig had began to glistening. He called CQ Andromeda, CB Alien listening. We talked to his buddies out there amongst the stars. Sirius, Antares, and a local CUSO with Mars. Well, when we were through Ratchet John with the Martians and others, I began to realize, all beings his brothers, and I looked at my little buddy so alone and so sad, and I said, Why don't you come with me, CB Alien? There's plenty of good times to be had. Well, he's made a great little partner, good driver, don't need much to eat, just some worms or bugs or maybe a hitchhiker for a treat. You might hear us sometime when we're hauling our freight. Give us a call, because me and CB Alien, we're flying 10 a.